raise a spoon to Grandma, who always took all the hungry cousins to McDonald's for McNuggets and the Play Play Slide. Have something sweet in her honor. Come to McDonald's and treat yourself to the Grandma McFlurry today. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And participate in McDonald's for a limited time. Good morning. It is Monday, April 10th. It is six minutes after 10. You're listening to Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. His name is Rob Kendall. My name is Casey Daniels. We're also on YouTube. You can follow along. Just type in Kendall and Casey into the YouTube search bar. Hey, speaking of that. Yes. Did you want to start off this segment no. with that? You want to go straight into the new hit piece out on no. Donald Trump? I, I want to get right into all the stuff with Trump because Donald Trump is uh, the gift. Donald Trump is amazing because for us in the media, he is the gift that keeps on giving. Because anytime you do anything with Trump, people cannot get enough of it. Now, it's interesting. They don't seem to want more of it as their president or the people that he endorses in many cases. However, in terms of the media circus that is Trump, Mm -hmm. when we talk about Trump, that's very good for us. However, I feel I almost feel bad doing it because I feel like in some way we are feeding the beast that is the ridiculousness of the reasons we're talking about Trump, which is the guy is getting completely railroaded oftentimes for entirely stupid things. Maybe good for business, but not for the country. Well, an attorney for him called out what he said was a cheap shot from NBC's Chuck Todd. They were discussing Trump's handling of classified documents. And this happened on Meet the Press yesterday. So the new thing against Trump, the allegation, the whatever is, well, because Trump's always said, well, we had these documents. They were locked in this room. Mm -hmm. They were, you know, we followed all applicable directions from the people as we debated which ones should be returned and which ones wouldn't. When you compare and contrast that to Biden, who has them in his garage, it undisputed, right? We found them in the in the garage. It's a clear, it's a you know a clear difference in how people were handling. Here's Trump saying, "Okay, we have a dispute over these documents. I have them; they're locked away, and we will you know return them whenever a judge says to or whatever." Versus Biden, who, yeah, they were in my garage and they were from the '70s, and I wasn't even supposed to have these because the senator then wasn't even you know there's no reason I should have these. Well, that creates a big problem for the media, which is. How do we go after Trump? Because Biden's is clearly worse because Trump is admitting I had these. They knew I had them the whole time. And we're just there's a disagreement and they're under very secure conditions. So now the new thing is, well, he's not telling the truth, allegedly, because he had made a bunch of copies of those Mm -hmm. and he had them on computer drives. Oh, so now having things on servers and computer drives is a really big deal. What? What? Uh, So Trump's uh, attorney got asked about this on Meet the Press. Let me ask you this. There's some reports that this, you know, some classified documents were found on a laptop. They turned over a thumb drive. Can you guarantee that no copies of these classified documents are still remain at Mar-a-Lago. Do you know this for a fact that there right now there are no more classified documents at Mar-a-Lago? Right yeah, now? sure. And and I can tell you the, the leak about what happened with this additional documents or several documents that were found in the thumb drive is absurd. We actually have a federal prosecutor that was in court that completely mischaracterized that. It's been the same mischaracterization that the media has run with to suggest that President Trump is just sitting on a mountain of documents. It's not true at all. It was a completely innocuous situation, 4,500 pages of documents with several mixed in that didn't stand out to a low-level staffer, period. When we found out that she had it, we said... 
Did you ever make copies of this? Did it ever go anywhere? And we chased down the chain of custody in a professional manner and immediately turned that over to the FBI and DOJ. They try to run with that as obstruction. It's the exact opposite. Okay, so he went on to ask him if the president was attempting to get a settlement similar to what was awarded to the estate of Richard Nixon, part of the President's Records Act. (laughs) Donald Trump is a billionaire. (laughs) A billionaire. Yeah, you say that, though, but he's pretty proud about all that money he got from Stormy Daniels. He does truth and whatever about that quite a bit, about the money he got got from her. But here is more of Trump's attorney uh, blasting the DOJ. Yeah, well, that's nonsense. I mean, look, there's been a campaign of leaks from DOJ, unlike anything I've ever seen. I was a prosecutor for 27 years. I spent 17 at this Department of Justice. I don't recognize it anymore. They are consistently leaking. The angle they're pushing on the obstruction is to try to create some sort of daylight between Joe Biden's possession of documents and President Trump's. And it's not going to work. I mean, they have literally put in everybody to grand jury you could imagine. They don't respect any privilege that President Trump holds, and it's desperately uh, trying to find an obstruction angle that just isn't there. Okay, so let's think about this. Bill Clinton apparently had multiple recordings that he kept in a sock drawer. Yes. Obama had millions of documents that he kept. We all know about Hillary's server, right? And now they're questioning if Trump is making copies. That's where we're at. Remember, Trump is making copies. Wasn't that an SNL skit? Yeah. Was it Rob Schneider? Mm-hmm. Would, he was a. If, for those of you who don't remember, years ago when Rob Schneider was on Saturday Night Live, he did a did a skit where he was working in this office and he was this uber annoying guy and his whole thing was he was by the copy machine and people would come up and he'd go, ooh, it's the Jess man making copies. Ooh, it's the Trumpster making copies. There is no rhyme or reason to any of this and that's the problem is some guy went to jail uh, because he took a photo on a on a Navy ship and there was classified information in the background like, hi mom, I'm on this Navy ship serving my country and there was something that wasn't supposed to be there and he went to went to prison. But yet you have these high profile politicians, both parties, mm-hmm. who are doing things far worse than some guy innocently saying, I'm happy to be serving my country and here's a photo of me on a ship and nothing is happening to them. Right. Well, it's okay when they do it, but not other people. And I think that's... The hypocrisy? Well, I think that's what people sit around and they say, what in the world is going on here? Why are people being treated differently? If, if, if the Navy ship guy who was just happy to send his parents a photo that he was serving his country is guilty of something, then how could, as you mentioned, Obama and, and Mike Pence and Trump and Biden, how are they not guilty of far worse? Joe Biden has stuff, his own admission from the 1970s, mm-hmm. Casey. Right. How do, And how did he get that stuff out? That's still what I want to know, because those are highly secure areas that are guarded. They have monitors on them. You have to intentionally be removing stuff if you have classified documents. Okay. Let's take a break a little earlier than we normally do in this segment, because when we come back, Last week, we were talking about the report that came out from the Biden administration about the uh, disaster in Afghanistan. Mm -hmm. And they basically said it's all Trump's fault. Mm -hmm. And then John Kirby got up and said Biden's proud of what happened. And and uh, there's there was no chaos. And that I mean, it was really gross stuff. And I had posed the question and, and thank goodness, thank God people do go still are willing to put on a uniform and serve and fight for us. 
but the way the military is treated now how they don't care at all about those 13 people who died because of their incompetence why would anyone want to even serve in the military now and we got a great phone call we'll do traditional voicemails at 10 30 mm-hmm. but we got a phenomenal phone call from someone who has served in the u.s military served in uh, afghanistan and he he just had an incredible take on this that i'd like to play all right it's coming up it's kendall and casey on 93 wibc raise a spoon to grandma who always took all the hungry cousins to mcdonald's for mcnuggets and the play play slide have something sweet in her honor Come to McDonald's and treat yourself to the Grandma McFlurry today. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And participate in McDonald's for a limited time. Hey fam, I'm asking for your support. Help us raise money for St. Jude's Children's Research Hospital. Families never receive a bill from St. Jude for treatment, travel, housing, or food so they can focus on helping their child live. By pledging just $19 a month, you're helping St. Jude give every child with cancer a chance. Help St. Jude save lives. Call 1-800-411-9898. That's 1-800-411-9898 and become a partner in hope today. minutes after 10, it's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC taking a look at what's trending this morning. Oh, it's our president. So Al Roker caught up with Joe Biden and Joe Biden at the White House Easter egg roll. And he asked the president if he plans to run in 2024. And well, you can only imagine how the conversation went down. But let's take a listen. So th- this is a fantastic event, one of my favorites of the year. I was just wondering, uh, uh, Mr. President, uh, will you be uh, taking part in the Easter egg rolls uh, after planning on after 2024? Well, I plan on <laughs> at least three or four more Easter egg rolls. At least three or four more? Maybe, maybe, maybe five. Maybe five. <laughs> maybe maybe so, six. So what the hell? Are you, are you saying that, uh, that you would be uh, taking part in uh, our upcoming election in 2024? Well, I'll, either, so I'll, either, I'll either be rolling an egg or you know, being the, the, the guy who's pushing them out. Come on, help a, bro- help a brother out. Make no, some news no, for no, me no. here. Well, I, I plan on running out, but we're not prepared to announce it yet. All right. Well, I th- so nice. I, I, thank you for having well, us good, up here. Good to be here. Thank you, Dr. Yeah, have Biden. Fun. At one point, Jill Biden looks at Joe like, oh no, he's talking. Is he going to be okay? He says, I plan on running, but we're not going to make an official what? announcement yet. What is that? What was he saying that I either plan on rolling an egg or being the guy that's pushing, pushing him out? Pushing out? Yeah, I don't know what that was all about either. It's but- okay to laugh, Kev. That is funny because he's completely ridiculous. Is he talking about laying eggs? <laughs> Maybe he believes he is the Easter Bunny. Uh, but he says he's going to attend three to four more Easter egg rolls at the White House. I don't know. Maybe five. Maybe six. Nobody, I got to tell you. I don't think you'll be invited back. Also trending this morning, <laughs> Valerie Bertinelli. She has said that her cooking show on the Food Network is canceled. Oh, Good morning. I got some good news and I got some bad news. The good news is that tomorrow at 12 noon on Food Network, the 14th season of Valerie's Home Cooking starts airing all new episodes. The bad news is that it's its final season. (laughs) Yeah, Food Network canceled us last summer. I have no idea why. And I I didn't say anything last summer because... um, Honestly, I was hoping they would change their mind, but they have not. So um, this is it. This is the final season. I have loved making this show. It was such a dream come true. 
Oh, every single part of it brought me so much joy. Okay. Awkward moment when you're uninvited. Like you have to publicly announce. I was hoping they'd change their mind, but they didn't. I think I would have lost. If if we were playing the Dead or Alive game and you said Valerie Bertinelli, I would have lost the Dead or Alive game. Is Is this show popular? It was on for 14 years. Well, there are lots of things. I mean, Maury Povich was on for f- how many years? It doesn't mean it was good. How long was Jerry Springer on right, for? Well, and maybe that was Food Network's opinion that, okay, yeah, this is on, but is it good? So she was married to Eddie Van Halen, right? Mm-hmm. That was her big claim to fame. I mean, she was, and she's the, the son, Wolfgang. She's his mother, I yeah, think, right? correct. Well, Good luck. She was also in a sitcom in the 70s. That's One day at a time. That's right. She was. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. uh, We're going to do... we're going to do a full slate of voicemails next segment, mm-hmm. but I want to play one, well, two specific voicemails because last week we were talking about the botched withdrawal from Afghanistan. The Biden made this ridiculous report up that blames Trump, even though he had been president for seven months. Again, of course, it's all Trump's fault. And then we talked about that press conference that John Kirby gave, who was the White House spokesperson, in which he just said, no, Biden was very proud of the withdrawal. Doesn't matter that people were hanging off airplanes as it was leaving the, the base. It doesn't matter that 13 Americans died. Uh, there was no chaos. I mean, it was just a really weird, gross thing. And I had said to you, thank goodness, thank God people do want to still serve this country and are willing to do it. But with the way the military gets treated, 13 people died, and the lasting thing of that is Biden checking his watch as the caskets are coming home, and now this guy going, yeah, everything went fine. Biden thinks it was great. Yeah, we're really why, proud. Why would you even want to serve in the military now? What is the incentive to serve in the military? Because it used to be, yes, it was a thankless job, and yes, you had to risk your life, but you knew the country as a collective had your back, and you knew that the president of the United States and the politicians around you you know, were cheerleading for you, and, and I just, it doesn't... It doesn't seem like that exists anymore. And we got a call from a guy who served in uh, Afghanistan who has a, you know, a, kids who are nearing adult age who wanted to weigh in on just that. And I thought this call was outstanding. I wouldn't want any of my kids, grandkids, to go into today's military, especially under Biden. And, you know, these soldiers that did so much for their country and, you know, went to Afghanistan and fought. I went twice. Um it just it's sad to see what it all came out to and and the, the number of lives of my brothers and sisters that I've lost because of the careless acts of our politicians presidents um, yeah we left seven billion dollars worth of equipment over there you know I mean soldiers that would I know that would ha- love to have an opportunity just to have a piece of that equipment just to say hey I, I drove this in Afghanistan you know what I mean I I, I fought in this vehicle here, but they, instead of just they just give it to these Taliban people, Afghan people, because Taliban's going to end up with it. Afghan ain't going to keep it. But you know, I just had to call and voice my opinion. But today's army is is I I I couldn't join. If I had the choice to do it all over again, I wouldn't do it in today's army. Hmm. That's really sad to hear. Yeah, but I don't blame him. And that's, I don't blame also, him, that's also why recruitment numbers are down. Sure. Why would you want to? I mean, other than just a, an uber, uber zealous call for patriotism. But at this point anymore, it's like, what are you even fighting for? Well, for a long time, people would join because it would help get their college paid for. Yeah. 
Yeah, and I'm sure there's many people who still, for financial reasons, one or another, are willing to join. Now, I did want to play a follow-up phone call that we received because uh, this may be the most ridiculous phone call we have ever received Mm. on this show. Casey, I think we've made pretty clear. It's amazing people know enough to know the hotline number, or not the hotline number, but the voicemail number, and then say utterly ridiculous things. So they listen enough to and intently enough to know how to call the show. I think we've made pretty clear on this show over the years my opinion on the Afghanistan and Iraq war, right? Mm -hmm. I feel like I've made that pretty clear. Casey, have I made that clear to you? Yes, yes. I think both of them were totally ill-begotten, clumsily done. They gave little little regard to the men and women who went over there to fight. There was no clear vision. They never really should have been over there in any sort of large military uh, capacity, Iraq or Afghanistan. Have I not made that? We have worked together for a year. Mm-hmm. Have I not made that clear to you? Yes, okay, you've made thank that you. very All clear. All right, very good. Listen to this phone call we got and the callousness with this guy for the 13 lives that were lost in Afghanistan. And this mm. is a person who is out walking amongst us and it is amazing that these people are out there. Give me a break with your crocodile tears for the 13 soldiers who died. Where's your sympathy for the hundreds of soldiers that died in a war that should have been ended long before Joe Biden finally ended it? Yeah, it sucks that 13 people died in the withdrawal, but you're just just piling on. You're just crying about Anything you want to cry about, anything you can come up with, it's insane. Crocodile tears. Where's your tears for everybody else? And so, again, I come back to I don't think over the seven years I've been at this radio station that I could make it any more clear of how against I was even one person dying over there, which is amazing. This guy knew enough to call our voicemail line, but doesn't clearly listen enough to know that. But we are talking about what went on in Afghanistan because Joe Biden did that of his own accord. It wasn't, we weren't involved in some active military engagement at the time. Those people who were there were primarily in a peacekeeping slash military training role. They weren't getting shot at on a daily basis. There was relative stability in the area. Was it the greatest place on earth? No, but Biden got those guys killed. Biden's callousness and carelessness withdrawing from Afghanistan got those people killed. It's all on him. He picked the date. He picked the execution of it. It should have been a lot cleaner than it was. It it was chaotic. There were people hanging off the plane. They didn't need to die. It was his execution. His lack of leadership is why they died. Should we mourn the loss of all of the people who lost their lives? Absolutely. But we didn't need to be mourning the loss of those 13 had it not been for the bumbling of the commander-in-chief who had seven months to get it together, and he didn't. Yes. All right, let's take a break. When we come back, more voicemails and Casey. Um, Many people, very interested. We put it out last week that there is indeed a photo of you. Oh. Uh, 
<laughs> what? Nothing. You had to know when you showed that to me. It was going to be an integral part of our show. I didn't know that. We, uh, <laughs> Casey, wearing a bikini, a photo does indeed exist. Um, and we had put it out to the audience about uh, kind of the challenge on what sort of bar they would have to hop over mm -hmm. in order to see the photo, whether it's, you know, a million social media followers for Casey Daniels. 317 or you know 500,000 viewers on YouTube or <laughs> whatever and so we got uh, some people very interested in that I'm sure uh, loyal listeners you know some things you can't unsee people of the show <laughs> uh, so we'll get to that plus Gert Gert is alive and well Gert she called, called. fantastic uh, and so we'll get to that and more coming up next alright it's Kendall and Casey it's 93 WIBC it's time to hear from you Kendall and Casey present Voicemails. Brought to you by QC Kinetics for non surgical regenerative medicine treatments at 317 559 Pain. I'm so sorry you have just reached my answering machine. 1035. It's Kendall and Casey. 317 684 8444. That is the phone number here if you'd like to leave a message, questions, comments, smart remarks. We're getting some of those today. Oh, yes. Yeah. Rob likes to go through all of them. Oh, Pick the best of the best. Yes, sirree. And uh, we got uh, some big interest, Casey, mm -hmm. in your um, photo mm -hmm. in the bikini. Okay. And it continues, uh, which a lot of. Gentlemen, it seems. I mean, maybe more so than the ladies. Probably. Uh, posing interest and ideas. And we had said, I think, well, I had said, and then uh, your silence was consent in this case. <laughs> oh, is that the way we do it? <laughs> that it, I was going to let Casey come up with a standard mm -hmm. to hit. Yeah. This is the ex exact same thing we did with Mock. Okay. Um, and if whatever standard, it was totally yours because it's your photo to to share. Uh, <laughs> or not uh, share. That if you if <laughs> our audience came through and hit that standard, you would uh, share the photo. Have you given any thought over the weekend? I know you were kind of traveling out and about this weekend. Have you, you given any thought to what you would like that, you know, is it I need 100,000 followers at Casey Daniels 317 on Twitter? Is that it bench Mark, you know, yeah. I need uh, 50,000 viewers uh, to, you know, any, any one time on the YouTube. Is it, you know, we wanted to make it something that was probably more realistic, but it's your it's your photo. Yeah. Well, I've already we, seen it. It, it. There's nothing you're going to do for me at this point. Well, when you when you put a level like that, I think that's unrealistic. That's yeah. unattainable. Yeah. So and if that's the goal. Well, it's look. <laughs> yeah, those are good numbers. Uh, well, I, you know, keep continue to think about it, and mm -hmm. maybe tomorrow we'll come up with some sort of definitive okay. thing. Uh, how many how many Twitter followers do you have right now? Well, I'm closing in, as you know, my boyhood dream, my right. childhood dream at Robin Kendall on Twitter. Yeah. When I was a small boy, you know, my dad used to sit me down and say, "Son, what what would you like to be when you grow up?" Sure. And, and I said, "I well, my." My childhood dream is 12,000 followers on Twitter. And thankfully, I'm really closing in on that, uh, just over 11.7 thousand. You're so close. People could, right now, they could just, you know, help make that, that dream that come true. Button. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and you'd be closer to your dream. So, mm -hmm. yeah, and I'm I'm far from that number. Yeah, but you could. So I, mean, I you think it'd be a real good challenge for our listeners if I could 
beat you in that yeah, area. Perfect. And, so, and squash your childhood dream. Well, <laughs> so what? Are, what are we saying? Let's like let's set a let's set a date on that. Mm-hmm. Let's think about that. So you think about that tonight. Okay. We'll come up with what your number is. Sure. And your, maybe maybe Wednesday or Thursday we'll reveal. Yeah. What the number is? What do they say in the in the podcast industry? Your body count, oh. whatever your body count is. Sure. To get, to get we'll, to. we'll get to that. Okay. All right. Uh, somebody did call about that though and wanted to weigh in. I think that you should go ahead and post your picture in a bikini um, once you reach the uh, the agreed on parameters, which I would suggest to you that you uh, you make Rob be responsible and say that as soon as he posts a picture of himself in a bikini, mm-hmm. uh, that you will. Yeah, I think that's only fair since he doesn't seem to want you to do that. Uh, <clears throat> have a nice day. I love your uh, love your show. Bye. It, it, it does seem like you're eager for this to happen, and that's a good point. Maybe if I have to do the bikini pick, you have to do a speedo pick. Or I'm something. trying to help you, Casey. <laughs> I've already. This I, is helping me. You're right. This uh, is this is for me. Yes, I, I can totally tell. I am. Tr- look, my boyhood dream. I'm already closing in on that of mm-hmm. twelve thousand. I don't know what your dream was when you were a small <laughs> girl. So I don't. I'm just trying to help you, and we want things that are going to promote the show. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I'll just leave. I'll leave it up to you, and then maybe third. Wednesday or Thursday, we'll come we'll out come with, up what, with the parameters. whatever it is. See what we can do. Yeah, okay. absolutely. All right. Uh, we got a bunch of phone calls. We got phone calls about uh, uh, Republicans letting everyone down. We got phone. We want to talk about, they're kind of in it together, but do you want to do Republicans letting everyone down or assessment arriving in the mail? What do you want to do? Oh, they're both really neat. Yeah. Let's do Republicans letting everyone down. All right. Hey, Rob. I'm a little behind. I know. I work night shifts and and uh, I also live in North Carolina. I used to live in Indianapolis. Long time listener. Listened to you for, well, damn near seven years. But I will have to say this. I just heard a little bit of your rant about holding people accountable and holding our public officials in Indiana accountable. And as someone who moved out of there in 2022, 2020, late 2021, um, I find it very funny that you're sitting there saying we need to hold them accountable when you're a little best friend uh, Micah he is one of those people that says we need to hold them accountable and well you know you still parade him all around your show well okay so a couple things tell me on the doll where the radio show hurt you let's start with that we have all sorts of conflicting views on this program. We have we we are not wed to needing to agree with the people we have on. I think that's why. Did you know we're number one in the mm-hmm. key demo? I Did heard you know that. that? Yeah. Uh, I know that really enrages the people down the street from us when we say that out loud. But I think the reason we're number one is we have Democrats on this show. Mm-hmm. We have Republicans we don't agree with on this show. We have people who we agree with lockstep on this show. We are an we are an ideas factory and we are not afraid to have people on because we're strong enough in our beliefs to have people on that we disagree with and have we not told Micah numerous times when he says something we disagree with that we don't agree with that well I, it would be really boring if there weren't ever any differing views if we all just sat around singing kumbaya saying the same thing it would be pretty boring and you do often start the interview with Micah saying your friends did this. Explain yourself. Yes. And so very often you are calling him out 
and he gives his answer. But we are not so wed to our righteousness or rightness or absoluteness that we won't have people on. We have interesting people on who provide interesting perspective. There's lots of things with Jim Merritt. We have Jim Merritt on all the time. Mm-hmm. There's lots of things with Jim I don't agree with. He was in the Senate, though, for 30 years. He provides an interesting perspective on how the, the institution works. It's why I'm all, always amazed that these Republicans down the street from us are such cowards they won't come in here we're very nice to people now we're going to call you out on your bull crap but i've never been arrested for any sort of uh violent crime of any sort i'm not on any terrorist watch list uh there's not a photo of me in the in the uh the post office uh wanted in numerous states i think casey i'm pretty proud in my uh, 20 21 years of doing this, every person I've ever interviewed has gotten out alive. Mm -hmm. And yet these Republicans will not come down here and own their stuff. We like people who will come on. We had the Democrats on the other day. We disagree with them. Mm -hmm. That is not the standard by which people are on this show. And yes, Mike is wrong. Should not have voted for Diego. Should not have voted for Todd Young. They're both proving why. Hiring his, Diego, hiring his, you know, his brother-in-law. Todd Young siding with the Democrats repeatedly after getting elected into office. But we don't cut people off from the show because we don't agree with them. That's pathetic. You and Mike have actually argued about Todd Young quite a bit. We argue all that. That's fine. It's fine, 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 fine. You'll be all right. You can hear other points of view. Mm -hmm. Uh, All right. uh, Somebody called about uh, property tax assessments. Hi, Rob and Casey. I just wanted to uh, make a comment on the escalating property taxes that uh, Rob has been uh, warning us about for, what's it been, Rob? Let's just say the last uh, few months. Yeah. Uh, just came back from the mailbox with my uh, property tax statement. My home's assessed value has gone up 25%. My property taxes have gone up 37%. So I guess I can look forward to a, to a statement from the bank, because I still owe a little bit on my home, that's going to tell me my property taxes have gone up. I just wanted to say that these spineless Republican representatives, just like our our sitting president in Washington, what, what was that word that, that Casey used to describe him a couple weeks ago, buffoon? <laughs> I like that. Anyway... Anyway, you guys have a good day. You have a good day. Listen to you daily. Keep up the good work. Thank you for the call. That's unfortunate. So his his house assessment improved by twenty five percent, but the property taxes thirty seven. Sure. So even greater. And, and uh, next hour we're going to talk about mm-hmm. the esteemed uh, representative from Seymour, yeah. who spent his Easter trying to excuse giving himself and his buddies one point five million in, 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 raises. in raises, allocating yeah. that money out, and then trying to just tell you, hey, you better just eat it and call your assessor and your county commissioner because don't ask me for help, pal. That's mm-hmm. weird to do that on Easter, but th- this look—they don't care. This is the thing we're going to talk about next hour. It's they don't care. It's not that they're incapable of uh, coming up with a solution. They don't care. It is. They don't want to come up with a solution. It is so obvious to me now, Casey. They like having that surplus. Uh, Jim Lucas and those guys think what your thirty-seven percent increase. That's fine because they have enough money and resources to fix the problem, and they're not fixing it. They're not trying. They don't care the republican party is now the party the indiana republican party is the party of massive tax increases they know exactly what's going on and the best you're going to get is this half-baked jeff thompson proposal that provides you a speckle of relief for two years they do not 
care. Well, Holcomb has said that it's not on his agenda. He cannot be bothered with this. And by the way, I would like to point out, this is why we love Micah. He's listening. Oh. He texted me. He said, Did he say something? I own the mistake on Todd Young. Oh. Wow. What else could... What well, else could we possibly want? Yeah. He's still not there on Diego yet, but really? at least he owns it on Todd And Tanya. you know what's interesting is we talked about that a long time ago, and all the time now, Tony Katz is railing on Diego we're for the, hiring his brother-in-law. We're the, stars, the straw that stirs the drink, Casey. It, started, it starts with Kendall and Casey. Hey, real quick, before we go to break, Gert's alive. We had been questioning about how our, oh, our yeah. longtime super listener, Gert, was doing. Last week, we had talked about the emergence of pickleball mm-hmm. and how popular pickleball has become, and it beat Major League Baseball in a, a viewing of a celebrity pickleball Yeah, with John match, McEnroe. And Gert uh, was dying to weigh in on that. Hey, it's Skirt. Uh, my nephew at Greenfield has been playing pickleball. <clears throat> excuse me, pickleball for maybe a couple of years. And last year, I was talking with him, and I thought, well, maybe I'm not too old to play or come. And I'd even bring my own jar of pickles. <laughs> and you know what? He just laughed. <laughs> Talk to you later. Oh, Bye. Gert. I was wondering if she thought pickleball was with pickles. Gert's all in. <laughs> I love it. On the pickleball. All right, we've got Hammer joining us next. It's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. Raise a spoon to Grandma, who always took all the hungry cousins to McDonald's for McNuggets and the Play Play Slide. Have something sweet in her honor. Come to McDonald's and treat yourself to the Grandma McFlurry today. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And participate in McDonald's for a limited time. When St. Jude opened in 1962, childhood cancer was considered incurable. Since then, St. Jude has helped push the overall survival rate from 20% to more than 80%. St. Jude won't stop until no child dies from cancer. Join me today in supporting St. Jude by calling 1-800-411-9898. That's 1-800-411-9898 to become a partner in hope. Your gift to St. Jude could last a lifetime. 1051 with Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC and Hammer joins us in the studio. Good morning. It is a good morning, isn't it? Yes. Sun is shining. It's a beautiful day on Monument Circle, and I've got the representative from Brownsburg giving me a standing yeah, ovation. Yeah, yeah, you deserve one because uh, old 2Ls took it on the chin over the weekend. Want to so, explain to everyone what's going on? So, for those who don't know who 2Ls <laughs> is, there's a reporter over at Channel 13. His name is Bob Siegel, and he spells his name, last name, with two L's. Yes. And he once did a hit piece on me and the Hammer and Nigel show about what was going on at Camp Atterbury, to which I maintained, I'm telling you the truth. I trust these sources I've got on the inside with my life. And I'm telling you, it's not just kids playing soccer. That's a part of it. But there's also some nonsense going on down there. So there was reporting about the Afghan refugees that the governor was very excited to have at Camp Atterbury. And you had said, because you have sources, hey, there's a ton of damage being done by these people at Camp Camp Atterbury. Right. And we were pretty clear. We said, yes, there's some good humanitarian stuff going on. Kids are playing soccer, but there's also some major cultural differences yeah. between men and women. There is feces mm. everywhere. It's been fighting. There's damaged things happening. And we put that out there and they ran this 
goofball verified piece <laughs> where they spoke to the folks at Camp Atterbury and they said everything's fine. Yeah, well, sure. No idea where Joe Hogsett was during the riots. We can't verify anything on that, but we're going to verify the afternoon radio show on WIBC. Yeah. And the people they spoke with were from Camp Atterbury or the people who had financial or political stake in the game. <laughs> Weren't they talking to the federal government like the FBI? Well, nothing's happening here. Nothing to see here. That was their verified source. Their and official you know, spokesperson. <laughs> and you know yeah. who they didn't speak to? Me. Yeah. And I'm the easiest guy in the world to find. They're trying to say, we called your boss. No, call me. Right. I'm easy to find. I'm on TV every day of the week. I'm on the radio five days a week. I'm in the community going to ball games, coaching stuff. I'm easy to find. So they ran that hit piece and, you know, the trolls came out at me. Yeah. Well, lo and behold, as time goes on, the federal government gives a big-ass payment to Camp Atterbury <laughs> to fix all of the damage caused by the refugees. Yeah, I saw two L's put it out on Twitter that he ran a, a piece, or THR ran a piece, about all this money that they're giving out, the government's giving out to Camp Atterbury to repair the damage done by refugees. What? And I what thought, damage? Well, surely this afternoon he's going to come on your show and issue you a big old apology. Yeah. I'm not anticipating that happening, but <laughs> I did invite him at the time on my program, a service that I did not get from them, but their bosses told him that he was not allowed to. But long story short, now they're running some story showing you where all the money is going to Camp Atterbury <laughs> to fix the damage caused by the mm-hmm. refugees. Mm-hmm. And it just shows how right I was from the very beginning. I'm never going to get an apology from these people, but for all of the people who had my back, you know, Rob mm-hmm. and Tony Kennett and, and Big Nige and the listeners of this radio station, Guy Relford's a part of that. Thank you because, yeah. damn it, we were right from the beginning. I would not lie just to make something up. Oh. Why would I do that? I have no stake in the game there, but those weasels tried to make it look like we were some sort of because we said there's problems with the refugees. We were right from the beginning, and the fact that it drives those liberal a-holes at Channel 13 crazy is almost good enough for me. I'm so proud of you. Thank you. I'm so proud of you. Don't ever believe a word those losers ever say again. Maybe the only time I've ever been proud of you. I'm very proud of you. What's (laughs) coming up this afternoon? Uh, Biggest stories of the day. Guy Relford will join us, and we'll have a lot of fun. Thanks, Hammer. You're listening to Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. Raise a spoon to Grandma, who always took all the hungry cousins to McDonald's for McNuggets and the Play Play Slide. Have something sweet in her honor. Come to McDonald's and treat yourself to the Grandma McFlurry today. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And participate in McDonald's for a limited time.